Dr. Niles Crane? I am. Uh, here. Oh. Notice. Petition for divorce. I don't know what to say. Oh. It's all right. You ought to be applauded for the way you're handling this. A lesser man would panic. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'll get her back. No, hold on. Please give me my phone back. No, please. Sorry, please. Stop, please. I know you're upset now, but let's remember why you left Maris in the first place. You were tired of groveling. Yes, but I'm rested now. And that's from Frasier, obviously. And what happens when you're going through a divorce or you're just deciding, do we divorce or not? Or you receive the papers or you serve the papers and then all of those second doubts flood you and you think, am I making the right choice or not? Have I messed up? Is it me? Maybe it's really me. That's the problem. And it's so hard to hold perspective in those moments of, is this the right choice or not? In many cases, it is the right choice. You were not compatible and it's time to move on. In other cases, it's sad because if only you knew communication skills, if only you knew how to uh, value one another better, you could have made it. And I don't know whether the bridges have been burnt too badly or not in some situations and in others, maybe they're not burnt that badly and things can be mended, but that's often not the case. And of course, if there are kids involved, it gets really complicated, really tricky, really fast. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. I'm a clinical psychologist, and I'm here to take your calls and questions. Even though it's not therapy, it's an opportunity for you to ask a question and get some tips that might point you in a better direction. And right now, I want to turn to the phones and welcome Cody. Cody, you're dealing with some anxiety. Is that the case? Yeah? What's going on? Yeah. Um... Well, I've always had, like, uh, ADHD, which in turn gave me the anxiety. Um, they said that was one of the side effects of it, but here lately it's just been really, really bad. Okay. Like, so where I don't, like, I, I don't like to, like, when I'm trying to fall asleep, it feels like I might not wake up or, like, my chest hurts or, you know. Okay. Have you gotten some help for this? Um, No. So you haven't had any, what I'm going to call, cognitive therapy? No. You haven't. Oh, are you in for a treat? (laughs) If you want to lift anxiety, if you want some skills to help you out. Um, So if you give, how old are you? I am 21 years old. You're 21 years old. And and what other problems are you having? Um, Just, uh, it's like... Well, it gets to where, like, I, uh, like I'll like i twitch my neck because I think it, like, helps it, or, like, I'll pop my fingers, I'll get fidgety, I'm, like, shaking right now. Yeah. It's ho- it's horrible, and I, uh, you know, I go to school, I'm a full-time student, and yeah. it gets to where I don't even want to go to school because it's so bad. Okay. Do you, first, you, uh, let me give you a little bit of information about anxiety, because I can hear that it's pervasive. It's, if it's affecting school, and it's affecting you right now, and it's affecting your sleep, then I, then kudos to you for making this phone call, because that took courage, right? Yeah. So, good for you. Um, anxiety stems from two main sources. One is from your ideas that you're you're uncertain. You don't know what's happening to you. And uh, anxiety is the feeling of, I need to act. And I'm uncertain. I don't, I'm unsure of myself. And sometimes you have conflicting ideas. Will I be okay? Sometimes it centers around self-doubt. Am I okay? 
not just will I be okay if I make this decision, but the theme to anxiety is uncertainty. So the solution would be to figure out what you're uncertain about so you could make some better decisions. Mm-hmm. And that, so that's number one. You need to know each emotion has a different theme. Anger has the, feel, has the theme of it's not fair. Anxiety, yeah. right? Yeah. And sadness has the theme of, oh, I just lost something. You lost a relationship. You lost a job. You lost a, um, an item that you loved, maybe a cell phone or something. You just feel mm-hmm. sad. But anxiety is you're revved up because you. it's a future-focused emotion that says, I need to take action, and I'm not certain of myself, and I'm not certain of the outcome, and there are big values at stake. My happiness So can you see how different emotions have different themes? Yes. Happiness is the achievement of something good in your life. I just got a job. I'm going to school. I'm in college, and I'm in in a career that I enjoy. So So cognitive therapy would teach you the thinking skills that the thoughts you're having actually lead to your emotions. So if you if you engage in let me give you an example stinking thinking oh I have I feel anxious I may have this for life what if I never get over it what if I can't sleep what if I fail in school what if I have to drop out of school what two words do I keep repeating what if can you hear that there are all these yeah. what ifs or sometimes it comes across as oh my god what if OMG, WI, I put on my whiteboard when I'm, you know, helping people learn the skills. When, you mm-hmm. hit, when your mind spits out an OMG, WI, oh my God, what if? Mm-hmm. Take a look at it and say, wait a minute. Is there a better way to think about this? And that's what cognitive therapy can help you with. Um, and I'll give you a website afterwards. You can always go to my website, drkenner.com. And there mm-hmm. are books such as the Anxiety and Phobia Workbook. If you want to find a therapist in your neck of the woods, there's academyofct.org, cognitivetherapy.org, and you can just plug in your zip code or your, your information, you know, where you live, and they'll give you cognitive therapists in your area. Um, right. I want to give you a second point. When, if some, if, if I was about to... If I went outside my house and saw a pack of coyotes and they're all, oh, they're all making all that noise, yeah. what emotion do you think I would feel? Uh, fear. And I lock my key and I don't have a key to get, I'm locked out of the house. I'm fear. with I'm, I feel fear. And what is that going to do to my body? Describe what would happen to my muscles. Would they be nice and relaxed, like I'm floating in a pool? No, they'd be tensed up. They'd be tensed up. What would happen to my breathing? Would it be free and easy or rapid? Rapid and fast, yeah. Do you think I might twitch a little bit? Yeah. Do you think my chest might hurt? Yeah. You think I might be shaking a little bit because my muscles are all revved up, ready to to, uh, run as fast as I can? Yeah. Okay, notice that we don't call that anxiety. You called it fear. But it's the same darn feeling you're having, isn't it? Yes. Notice yeah. it's normal that, that when you have a pack of coyotes 
or if you're about to cross the street, a truck coming at you and you get the same feeling, the shakiness, mm-hmm. it's just your body responding to a thought. Oh, my God, what if the coyotes eat me, <laughs> right, or, or bite me or, or kill me? Or what if I get run over by a truck? Well, you're thinking that, oh, my God, what if I don't go to sleep? And your mind responds as if it's a real emergency and releases adrenaline and cortisol, which revs up your muscles ready for action. So would that be why, like, I get the sweats and the shakes? Absolutely. That's all it is. And then people who don't, if you don't have a pack of coyotes in front of you and you feel that anxiety, then you think you're going crazy or having a heart attack or going to embarrass yourself in public or that, that you're dying. And that's not the case. It's just a normal response of your nervous system. So if you get cognitive therapy, it will help you see that what you're ex- you don't have to be afraid of that response. And then your, your mind is freer to solve your problems. Listen, I want to thank you so much for your call, Cody. All right. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on the Rational Basis of Happiness. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner. A partner to avoid is someone who tries to fake their self-esteem by using defensive actions. A prime example is the chronic use of alcohol and drugs to reduce anxiety. Getting high temporarily blurs the pain and may even yield the illusion of pleasure. But such jolts lack the quality of pleasure based on actual achievements and do not lead to action that would remove the real cause of the pain. Another example of defensive action is lashing out physically in order to exert power over those who threaten your fake self-esteem. Social withdrawal in order to escape the anxiety of dealing with other people is another defensive action. Withdrawing into a shell simply reinforces your feelings of inadequacy. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy the book at amazon.com.